Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Now Appearing at Looney's. This is a weekly podcast where we sit down with the nationally touring headliners coming into Looney's Comedy Corner this week. As always, I'm your host, Tracy Kellett. And today I have a very special co-host. Unfortunately, Cam is in Boulder. Uh, Wheel of Doom took over the Hotel Balderado, so he'll be there all weekend. So today I'm very excited to have Garrett Waller, the host of Getting Our Shit Together with Manny Crespin. Yes, that's yeah. me. That's me. I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm I'm not going to have to scowl at you, so I don't know what to do. I know. I'll, I'll do my best to get okay. you to scowl at me. That's yeah. Good. And I'm very excited. The headliner that we're sitting down with today, we saw him smash two shows last night. It was absolutely incredible. You guys have seen him on Last Comic Standing, his dry bar comedy special, Waffles and Dragons. I, I think it came out at number one. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Tommy Ryman. Hello. Thank Hello. You. Thank you for having me. This is exciting. Thank you for doing this with us. I was so excited. Last night was, we had talked a little bit about how weird the audiences were, but you murdered. It was so fun to watch. It was incredible. Thank you. I love Colorado Springs. This club is awesome, so it's usually pretty fun. There, yeah. there was some strange people yesterday, but uh, like the lady that brought a cat to the show. Yeah, what was up with the cat pack? I don't know. It was her, it's her helper cat, I guess. But it wasn't. Yeah. It was just in a backpack. So I was like, "How does it help you? It's trapped. <laughs> it's trapped in a backpack. It's and trapped." Then she just kept holding it up, and I was like, "All right." And then, and then I asked if other people brought animals, and the guy <laughs> with a turtle, and Eric's dog, Peaches. With I was all. It was all animal show. Was there really a guy with a turtle? No, oh. there wasn't. I, I was like, "How did I miss this. that?" <laughs> You're like, nope, I'm a comic by trade. Yeah, they get half-price tickets if they bring some type of animal <laughs> to a Tommy Ryman show. Well, don't say that because we do have like a lizard shop just right down the road. So you oh, might yeah, be getting I some exotics. That. <laughs> That's a real Colorado Springs kind of store. It's just reptiles. Right. It just says reptiles, <laughs> too. Absolutely. <laughs> it's actually on uh, Fountain on 8587, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Free plug. Yeah. Oh, man, new sponsor. Well, it was so funny, too, because you do the cat bit about the lady trying to, um, like, potty train her cat. Oh, yeah. So it was so bizarre that there was a lady with a cat in a backpack. So I loved that. Yeah. I don't know if I did it when that joke went for that show, which would have made sense. (laughs) She definitely seemed like a lady that would try to toilet train her cat. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. That's a power move by pet owners, like, trying to get, like, trying to... To use the human toilet? Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's what... Yeah. I, cause yeah, the bit is I, I, I've been trying to find stuff to watch, and I got obsessed with this woman on TikTok that just posts daily episodes of her trying to toilet train her cats. <laughs> and I, I say her first mistake was that they're like twelve years old, like they oh. had their system down, and she was like, "Nah, we're gonna do this." And I was like, "You're gonna, they're gonna murder you." It's complete overhaul. <laughs> yeah, but it's riveting. It's a great show. It's almost as good as Breaking Bad. It was, it was just really funny because you even said you were like, "Is anybody else here training their cats on a toilet?" No, oh, those are indoor people. They don't come out in public. I was dying. I had a tray of drinks and I had to turn around. Uh-oh. It was such a That's, good bit. Uh, trying to train a twelve-year-old cat is like trying to tell your grandma not to be racist anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah some just they're let it go. Kind of stuck. Yeah, at some point, just don't let them to Thanksgiving dinner. Mm. Um, but we were talking about your dry bar comedy special, Waffles and Dragons. Um, we have sat down with a couple headliners who had specials, and all of them had kind of like hiccups in their specials. Did you have any on yours during recording? Like one guy forgot to wear the same shirt both nights, oh, like for little real? things. Yeah, it was like so. It's like little things, but big things in the scheme of like the production itself. Did you have any hiccups or anything kind of just like weird happen that you remember? And not really. I filmed two dry bar specials. Uh, the first one was a long time ago. And the other, they used to do two, um, two headliners would come in and there would be a host. 
and then you would, because they were 40 minute long, and you would do two shows, and then you're supposed to switch. And uh, my, the other headliner just never showed up. And I'm totally blanking on his name, and I've looked him up, and he has, like, disappeared off of the, like... He's gone. Yeah, and he was, like, some kind of Christian-y type, because Drybar will, brings all Right, it's, types. like, clean and, yeah. But I was, like, is this guy in jail? Like, it was yeah, really weird. protection. Yeah, and they were, like, calling his agents and, like, trying, because he, like... And they nobody could just find him, and so they were. So it was just me and the host, and then the host did a little longer, and he, I think, ended up filming some type of special. So that was kind of a hiccup, but it, yeah. it was fine for me. It was just weird. <laughs> the audience was like, "Where's he?" And I was like, "This is all rhyming all night." Yeah. This is what you get. Double down on the rhyme, man. Yeah, that one. And I didn't even know at the time what Dry Bar was. Like that was season three, and I really I got it because my college agent was like, hey, they're filming. This will be good to like have a tape for submitting to NACAs or whatever. He was like, because it'll be good quality. And then all of a sudden, they like posted them on Facebook. So they were getting like, so one of my clips got like 12 million views. Or, oh, wow. That's incredible. And then this, the first special on Facebook has like over a million. And then they dump it on YouTube. It's in like eight different spots, which is kind of weird. I'm like, you can stop putting it. Like, just leave it in one spot to mm-hmm. build. Yeah. But they're like, we'll re-release it. And then the second special was... They're shorter now, so that one was only 25 minutes, and I don't remember anything crazy happening there. I'm sorry. Oh, no, that's okay. You can feel free to make I something up. I just nailed it. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I mean, the, the theater started on fire, and I was yeah. like, well, I got to finish this. And then, this is fine. I saved yeah. a lady with a cat in her backpack, and here we are. <laughs> yeah. I got all the Mormons to drink. It was crazy. Oh. Wild guy. Do you wanna, did you want to ask about crazy bar stories? Yeah, yeah. Is, you know... I think everybody has that hell gig. Um, you you ever have any crazy road gigs that are just like stick in the back of your mind that like make you wake up in a cold sweat? Well, the there's two. There's like my tough road story. Like the first time I ever bombed okay. was real bad at a bar because that's tend where you usually right. are, are headed right. when you're starting comedy. So I was like, I was hosting at at some clubs, not really featuring yet. And this was I got the opportunity to open for a comic in a small town bar in somewhere in Wisconsin, and uh, there, he was like, you're gonna do 30 minutes? And he's like, do you have 30 minutes? And I was like, you bet I got, I got 30 minutes, <laughs> like yeah. crazy. And I didn't have 30 minutes at all. And, uh, <laughs> We've all done it. Yeah, yeah, you gotta do it, you gotta, gotta go oh, for yeah, it. Oh yeah, I can do 18 minutes of crowd work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just write on the way to the gig. Yeah. <laughs> no worries. But I got there, and there was uh, literally like a 100-year-old lady just in the front row, just like, oh. like, it's yeah. <laughs> then bar people. Then just like four of the drunkest dudes ever. Wait, what did you say? I, I said just rotting. I'm yeah, sorry. no, she yeah. literally was. I was like, you could kind of tell she was alive, but it was it was pretty like very old. And I'm like, you you know, I was like going to the clubs. Like I was used to performing for like 18 year olds coming to the open mic. So I was like, uh oh, I can't relate to her. Uh, she's she's no one 90 years older than me. But, and then there's these four dudes that were super wasted. And the, the sound people sat behind you. Like, it was a guy and his wife, and they were, like, right behind you. Like, and it was so the setup was just so weird. And I ran out of jokes. And then I, like, repeated a joke. And then the four guys went after me. And then the, the lady just, like, I was like, you just, somebody just wheel her away. Like, yeah. she just stared. <laughs> and, like. Just turned yeah, her around. And just, like, slow, like, lost all the audience. The f- four guys were just. 
like heckling me like crazy, and then oh. I, I, I just like left. I, I mean, I was like, okay, I'm done. And then yeah. the headliner was like, he was just, uh, he got up, instantly addressed the hundred year old lady, kicked those guys out, and like, like then I was like, uh-huh. oh, that's how it works. Oh, he like this took is control. Comedy. Of the yes. And I was like, they all saw my weakness, and I lost. Like, <laughs> but, and then the craziest, like another like story. I was at a club once opening for a comedian, Rob Little, a long time ago, and there was another, um, I was featuring, and then there was the host, and we were at Skyline in Appleton, Wisconsin. Have you ever heard of that I comedy club? It. All my stories are in Wisconsin yeah, for I love some it. reason. You're like, and I'm from that's, Minnesota. Yeah, but all, that's where all <laughs> the bars are. But we, uh, so they, have a, they had a comedy condo, so we did our show, and then Dan and I were like, oh, we're going to go out, and then Rob was like, I want to go. He had traveled that day, so he went to sleep. And so Dan and I like, went to a bunch of bars, came back to the condo, and then realized that neither of us had picked up the key from the owner. Oh. And, uh, and when Rob goes to bed, he goes to bed with sleeping pills. Oh, so like no. you're like out. So like we were calling. Then we were knocking. But there, it's a condo, so you can't like. Yeah, you can't be loud and belligerent. Yeah, yeah. like we were just like, please. And then some people heard us, and oh, and we were out like till close. So I think it, it was probably like two thirty in the morning by the time we got back to the condo, like bar closed. And then, uh, but then the people at the condo next door came out, and they were like, "What's happening?" And we're like, "We're trying to get in here. Do you know like any other?" And I was texting. I think I texted Cliff. Or I don't know if I didn't want to reach out to the owner yet because I was right. You don't want to like embarrass yourself, yeah. you know. But so, anyways, they they the guy's girlfriend was like, "Well, just let him like crash on our couch in here." And he was yeah. like, "No, yeah. like he was like these strange <laughs> men." Dirty yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, this is Hep C waiting to happen. So then we, Dan and I, we got in the. Uh, I think Dan was driving, and then we found uh, a, a motel. Like we were just like we we're like, all right, man, we gotta sleep. Like because we were just like driving around Appleton, and I had no idea when Rob was gonna wake up. And then, uh, so we got like some the star. It was definitely like an, they for sure thought Dan and I were in there just going. Like, oh, absolutely! They were like, "Do you want like an hourly charge?" For, you know, like yeah. for real, it was like <laughs> the creepiest. Like, and we like I, I like got hotel food, but you're also like kind of like, just like sobering up. So I was just like in this hotel. You couldn't sleep. It was like 80 degrees. Then I think we were we couldn't have been in there more than like three hours. And Rob did wake up. So then we let, like, we're like, oh, right. we can go to, like, our comfortable, not creepy, scary beds. Yeah. And then, then when we let the ho- the person at the hotel was definitely like, oh, those yeah, boys had. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, I mean, endurance. which would have been cool, but, <laughs> but yeah, we did, we were just, like, the lamest. I was just eating Cheetos, like, I want to go. This <laughs> I just want to go home. Which is weird to want to go to a comedy condo, because sometimes those are rough, but that, that one was That's pretty good. nice, and Remember it was distance. way better than the very affordable motel we were in so those are my two wildest stories that they're not that wild nobody there was no fights or anything I know they're they're still pretty wild you know like driving around pretty drunk you know while you're sobering up and having to go to a sketchy hotel yeah we did um, in Salido they used to put us up at this place called the Poncha Lodge nice and you go in and there's no one there there's like no one staying there except like hunters during like the hunting season so you go in, there's a rotary phone, you like dial, it's basically like a poncho lodge 911. Ooh. And this lady scurries in from the back and she's just like, how many rooms do you want? Kids? Oh, yeah. And we're like, oh, we're on the books. And she was like, we haven't had books since 1972. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> 
it's like they put you in the room and there's actually like an area if you wanted to like field dress your deer. Oh, great. In wow. the room, like there's like a little in grate. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm not staying here. So we did the show. Uh, we got drunk. We got a little high. We were watching Walker, Texas Ranger. And I was like, <laughs> I need to go home because this place is definitely haunted. And right? it's like, how scary is it for like Bambies to be coming at you? You know what I mean? Like not even dead humans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they make it. They make it so convenient for anybody that is a murderer. Like, here's the field dressing. Yeah, abso- yeah. You do what you can. Everything was covered in plastic, and they were like, "Yeah, because of COVID." I was like, "COVID's been over. Like, yeah, there is no reason doing? why this room Whoa. needs to be dextered." <laughs> yeah, that sounds horrifying. <laughs> so, yeah, we we immediately came home. <laughs> That's smart. Let's see. Worst worst one for me was uh, down in Pueblo. We did this show at a pool hall. They wanted to make it. A, a dinner and and show thing <laughs> at a pool hall, yeah, yeah absolutely. But they also did yeah. it on league night. Oh, and they double booked this with a band, and they brought out two mics, and they're like, "No, no, these are the band's mics. You're gonna have to ask them if if you can use them." And You're just gonna be screaming. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so I was I was the host of this event. I got up there and I was uh, I was getting ready to announce our act. Somebody from the league comes by, grabs my mic, and tells him, Daryl. Isaiah, you're on this table, and I'm just like, <laughs> all right. And uh, it was like, I think Daryl's got to do a tight five at that point. Yeah, like uh, Brent Gill or Brent the Great. He was the headlining for me, and he was like, after the show was over, I had to wait an extra hour to track down the guy to get us paid. Yeah. And uh, he he skipped. He did not want to be any part of it because I was furious. And he eventually comes back, but like. Brent looks at me, he's like, I'm going to be honest with you, Waller. This is the worst show I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You're like, fully, I'm fully aware, by the way. Oh, oh Brent awful. Gill is so funny. Um, okay, so we have this segment, Tommy. We talked a little bit about it last night. It's called Smash or Grass. Okay. So we're going to throw out two comics. Uh, we each have two. Uh, you have to tell us which one you'd rather fuck or which one you'd rather smoke weed with. Okay. And I totally just censored myself because I know your daughter's in the other room. Oh, she's got a horrible mouth. You're fine. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, Garrett, if you want to take it away with your two. Sure. Uh, Caroline Ray or Angelo Johnson? Or and Angelo Johnson? Uh, Caroline Ray? I'm, I don't know. That one's tough because she used to date Kostakia Kamenopoulos, and that's a good friend of mine. So it would be weird to be like, I would like to make love Clean to her, room. but they're not together anymore. And she was on Sabrina. Like, she's key. Like, so, but I guess I would just smoke weed with her. And then. But and we then, all know what Tommy really wants. No, that's, that's not. No, I would never. That would be so odd. And, and this is hypothetical. It never would happen. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. I would just, I guess I'm going to, ha- we're going to, I'm going to smash Angela Johnson. And then I'm going to smoke weed with uh, uh, Caroline Ray. We'll just talk it's, about... It's great that you fell in love with her on Sabrina, because I fell in love with her on Biggest Loser. <laughs> no, I didn't fall in love with her, though. This is... Uh, oh, just right, right. Oh, yes, no, yes. she there's, did not fall. There's no passion in yeah. Tommy's eyes right now. There's no lust or longing. <laughs> yeah. It's all dead. <laughs> yeah. She hosted my... When I did Nick Mom Night Out, that was my oh, okay. very first TV credit that oh, I was that edited so cool. out of, but I did get to meet... Caroline Ray, which was, she was rad, nice. That's and, incredible. Yeah, but we, and we didn't sleep together or anything. So. <laughs> no hand stuff. No. Yeah. Sure that that's, uh, yeah. I fell in love with her on Hollywood Squares. So yeah. <laughs> that's, that's different generations. Was that okay. a good answer? That was a great answer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. My two. Uh, we always like to make our guys a little gay. Um, Dusty Slay or Brian Regan? Oh boy, I'm going Dusty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to, for the for the the 
the the the love, whatever yeah. the, which the tender love like making. how I'm going dry bar like I'm like oh I got what this yeah like you can totally cuss on this by the way yeah uh, but yeah I would do it with Dusty because and I've never met Dusty Slay like I know he comes here a lot and I, I know so many people have worked with him and met like I've watched him and I really want to meet him I know he'd be super funny and I guess I mean we then we're gonna do it uh, which would probably be yeah uh, I've never done that but. <laughs> But it would be good. And then what I smoke up. And you up, both wear trucker hats. I think that would be great. Yeah. I don't on, I don't on stage, but I definitely, this is kind of my look, which I stole from Dust, Dusty Slay. I never, nobody else, I'd never seen it before yeah. until him. <laughs> These guys wearing trucker hats. I like this. That looks comfortable. Yeah. And then, yeah, Brian Regan, I would smoke. Because I've drank with Brian Regan. Because sometimes he'll come to, like, the clubs after his show. So I was at the Omaha Funny Bone, and uh, him and uh comedian Joe Zimmerman that opens for him a lot, who's also opening for Nate Bargetzi. Uh, they showed up at the club, and then we, like, drove around in that is the so limo. Cool. And, yeah. Is, is he cool. genuinely the coolest human on earth? Because Brian Regan? I've heard that he is. Yeah, is the, one of the nicest people that I've ever oh, met. And he was, he was uh, super sweet. And it was, yeah, it was a fun night. That is awesome. awesome. My kids, whenever I tell them, I'm like, oh, I have this big show or whatever, and I'm, like, working with Sam Talent. My kids are like, oh, is wow. Brian Regan going to be there? Like every single time. So my direct like correlation of fame with my children, nothing matters until Brian Regan is somehow wow. involved. <laughs> and I'm like, by the way, that's never going to happen. <laughs> so just take 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 what I'm giving you, boys. <laughs> yeah. But we, we'll get Brian Regan, right? Doesn't he do Red Rocks and stuff? He's I think here. he does do Red Rocks. I yeah. he does comedy works. We also saw him, um, we've seen him a couple times at the Pikes Peak Center, and then we also oh, yeah. drove like five hours away. He did a drive-in during COVID at like an old like drive-in movie theater, oh. and that was incredible too. Oh, yeah. That was absolutely incredible. And he just kept addressing how awkward it was with the flashing of the lights. Yeah. And you did the drive-in shows, I did right? the drive-in shows. Did you do any drive-in shows during COVID? No, but one of the clubs in Minneapolis was going to start one, like a drive, but then they lost a sponsorship or like couldn't, they couldn't do it because they, and then I don't know, would... Could people drink in their cars? Like that's what was super weird to me because I was like, if it's a comedy club, you can't be in your car with right. drinks or this seems yeah, this all. Was, this shady. happened at a brewery. Yeah, the one that I went to, they had them kind of in buckets, and you could buy the drinks, but you were supposed to like throw them out before you left the parking lot. Your yeah, car was supposed not. to be turned off, but it was obviously on because you had to have the transmitter on and all yeah. that. So it was very like was skirting good. the boundaries of what's <laughs> legally allowed. And so. <laughs> And what was, so flashing lights was, that's laughing? Yeah, that's laughing. Okay, and then what is, is there other, like... You get honked. Honked would be, I is that like that a standing like ovation? I or thought no, it that was, was a heckle. Really? Okay. But also people are, like, tailgating and, like, screaming out their windows that's and true. stuff. A lot yeah. of camping chairs. Yeah, yeah. What so. if you pop your trunk? Just like, I just want to know what, like, what <laughs> if you move What about, like, mirrors? two doors at once? Yeah. Like... <laughs> If somebody's checking their oil, you've lost interest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Over. <laughs> they don't care anymore. Standing ovation. <laughs> well, Tommy Ryman, thank you so much for sitting down with us today. We're so excited. I can't wait to see the next two shows tonight. Hey, um, I'm excited. I know they're going to be super fun, and I already heard the books are filling up. Yes. So. Yes. Thank you again for coming in. Thank you, Garrett. And yeah, check out Getting you. Our Shit Together. That's Garrett Waller's podcast with Manny Crespin. Cool. Um, I'm Tracy Kellett. Uh, check in next week for our next Now Appearing at Looney's. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>